At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Hey, if you haven't heard about WebmasterRadio.fm's mobile app for iPhone and Android, you got to listen up. This is amazing. You can now get not just CEO Coach, but every Webmaster Radio show on your mobile device. Go to iTunes to download or the Android app stores. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on our new mobile app. Hope to see you there. Please welcome your CEO coach. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, the CEO coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by one of the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is your CEO coach, Jillian Musick. Welcome to CEO Coach this wonderful Monday morning. I'm excited. Today, I've got an entrepreneur joining me uh, on CEO Coach. I've been talking about interviewing entrepreneurs at early stage startups for quite some time, and we're ready to roll with this. So my first guest in that series is Brett Heising, CEO of Brett Approved. So full disclosure, I mentor this company. Um, and I have been involved with them since the beginning of the idea. I've been doing a long-distance mentorship into Phoenix, Arizona, and I'm located, of course, in Seattle, Washington, most of the time. So I'm going to talk to Brett today about the experience of early-stage entrepreneurship. Hopefully that will speak to you if you're thinking about beginning an entrepreneurship of your own or you're already in early stage. We're going to focus on the finances here and the sense of uh, what the timelines look like, the hurdles, the preparation involved, and so on in getting that uh, entrepreneurship off the ground. So welcome, Brett. Well, thank you so much, Jillian. It's a pleasure to be with you uh, here in Seattle this morning. Wonderful. And it's a pleasure to have had you these last few days. So again, full disclosure, listeners, we've been hanging out in Seattle for about four or five days, and it's been a total food fest. Both of us don't know where the calories are coming from. Anyway, um, it's an interesting um, process that entrepreneurs go through in order to become funded, if what we would call fully funded. The first is usually friends and family. But you started, of course, with kind of a pot of money in the bank as well. You were employed, and I'm going to let you take this away. What did it look like as you left your job, made the decision? How does all that come together? Yeah, I was very fortunate, uh, Jillian, to have a uh, a job as a uh, public affairs PR professional for a uh, finance company in Tempe. And so I was um, 
I was kind of doing my thing and I enjoyed it, but uh, I had an itch that I, I just couldn't scratch, as they say, and uh, I had the idea for Brett Approved, which is a travel and entertainment website for people with disabilities, uh, the first of its kind, I might add, and I just couldn't get the idea out of my head. So I knew for about mm, six, eight months that I was going to do it. So I worked really hard, uh, socked away a lot of money, and then I talked to my wife and we made a family decision and I said, you know what? It's time. I said, you know, with your blessing, I'm going to pursue this thing full time. And so. Okay. So wait a minute. You said two interesting things. One, you've got a spouse and your spouse is working. Yes. That helps tremendously. I mean, I cannot, I, I can't tell you how much difference that makes for entrepreneurs who have somebody, a significant other, who is putting that, you know, food on the table um, from those who have to say, no, I'm diving in on my own. And if I live on the street, I live on the street. Right. So that's, that's a huge issue. The second thing is um, you had planned ahead. You said it was about six to eight months before you decided you were actually leaving that job. You knew you were going to do it, but you socked away cash in advance. So you learned to live frugally as well as socking away the cash. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay. And you're exactly right. I could not do any of this without my lovely wife, Claudia Provencio. All right. So, Claudia, hats off. Um, now, again, Brett Approved is a, essentially a Yelp and Travelocity uh, combined, if you will, for folks with disabilities. On a travel, it could be local, it could be around the world or anything in between, and you're providing accessibility-focused reviews. So now folks know what this is about, and people, you can find this at brettapproved.com. So go figure that out. Now, as you had socked away that cash to begin with, Brett, then you understand the um, – you know, kind of the, the runtime that you have. How long did that money last you before you immediately went to, if you will, the friends and family round? Or did you do that concurrently or even before you left your job? Yeah, I did that uh, simultaneously. So uh, I was very fortunate to get accepted into a competitive business incubator in Phoenix, Arizona by the name of Seed Spot. Uh, they had over 190 applicants. Uh, from those 190 applicants, they chose 16 full-time ventures. I was one of those. So I um, immediately, when I got accepted into Seed Spot, I, I basically went to my parents <laughs> and uh -huh. I said, "Hey, this is what I'm doing. Do you have any Do you have any cash for me?" And they said, um, "We think you're crazy, but here's a little cash." Okay, so uh, that's very common. Uh, friends and family means you go to your family, and your folks are usually a good place to start. Um, did you leave your job essentially to enter Seed Spot, or had you already left your job? I left my job knowing that I had been applied to Seed Spot. Yeah. That you had applied to Seed Spot, but you weren't quite sure you were getting accepted yet. Correct. Okay, so there's kind of that first risk factor, if you will. I'm going to do this anyway, come hell or high water, but hopefully I'm going to get into Seed Spot. Then you did. What was that lag time? Was it a month, two months, ten months? Um, there was about a two. Was about a month and a half lag time between when I applied to Seed Spot and when I found out. Okay, so you had about six weeks in there, and then you had a little longer before you got into Seed Spot. What did you do during those six weeks? You know, I, I, I try really hard uh, to put myself in a position to be successful regardless of what endeavor I, um, I take on. And so I did a ton of research. I also, uh, because I'm a, a background in journalism and PR and public affairs, I was able to do some uh, freelance work which uh, I guess kept us whole, as you say. Mm -hmm. um, so really it was just about you know, leveraging existing relationships, telling people what I was doing, and finding out who was interested, who could be an early champion, and most importantly, who, who I could learn from and who, who would um, mentor me. Okay. So the killer piece is being an entrepreneur with an idea but not being the tech guy, not being the coder. 
All right. How did you find the guy or the gal who would code your website? Well, that's where mentorship comes into play. I think the biggest piece of advice I could give any entrepreneur is is to really extend yourself into your community, wherever that is, and really put yourself out there. Um, I was very fortunate through SeedSpot to have a mentor uh, by the name of Josh Manley who hooked me up ultimately um, with a coder who had the skills that I don't. Okay. So mentors and, uh, and champions, if you will, in the community will lead you to the people you're after. That makes good sense. And certainly later on when we talk about getting smart money as your investor as opposed to just money – Right, Smart money means they can also hook you up with the folks that you need, whether it's key employees or whether it's other mentors or access to further capital or what access to whatever it is you need. So we talk about that in the venture capital world as well. Yeah, absolutely, Jillian. I, you've heard me say this countless times, and it's because I honestly believe it is. Everything we do in life is relationship-driven. Mm-hmm. So when we're taking a leap of faith like, like we have to as, an, as entrepreneurs – um, it's up to us to, again, you know, not be bashful about, exist- about leveraging existing relationships, but also you know, put yourself out there and, and shop from the rooftops. Hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. You know, please help me. And if you do that and you're genuine in that, uh, you know, it's almost a guarantee that good things will happen. But you have to be open to that. So was it difficult for you to ask um, you're a pretty fiercely independent guy. Um, and again, just so our listeners know, because they can't see you, you are in wheels. Uh, you live your life on wheels. And so I think that has led to an additional sense of fierce independence that says, all right, guys, get off. I'm on wheels. Let's go. Right. And I sense that all the time when I see you. Was it difficult to ask for the cash, whether from your folks, whether from, uh, you know, friends, whatever it was? You know, I think um, the, mo- the most difficult aspect of asking for money is um, making sure that that people that I want people to know that I'm I'm just not after their money. As you said, you used the phrase that I'm quite fond of, which is smart money. So I want I want people to invest who believe in bread approved and who can fill gaps that I don't. Initially, when I asked my folks for money, no, that wasn't hard at all. But as I got into some other friends and stuff, yeah, that was a little it was a little dicey, but. Um, you know, you gave me some great advice, which I'll repeat for, uh, for your listeners today, which is you have to think of your endeavor, whatever your business is, as your child. Um, and while I'm not a parent yet, I can assure you that I would do absolutely anything in the world should I have a, a son or a daughter. And so when you have that mindset, you know, it, it becomes easier. And like everything else we do in life, it becomes easier over time as well. That makes good sense. All right. So we're going to take a break here in a minute, but before we go, um, You've asked a number of times. I don't know that you could tell us exactly how many times you've made the ask, both in public from a stage or privately in a one-on-one. But over time, you're indicating it does get easier. Does it also change? Does your pitch change? Yeah, absolutely. Your pitch um, must change based on your audience. So you have to always keep in mind, you know, who you're speaking to, what are they, and what what are they interested in? Um, because again, everything is about relationships. So if I have a meeting, particularly of the one-on-one variety, and all I do from go is talk about Brett, 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 and Brett approved, you know, then I'm not doing my then I'm not doing my job. <clears throat> makes, so you, yeah, makes yeah. good sense. So you're saying um, you tailor it to your audience, uh, if you will, when in Rome, speak like the Romans. Absolutely. All right, we'll take a break here at CEO Coach. When we come back, we'll be talking to Brett Heising of Brett Approved. Okay, um, I'd like to get into some hard numbers about what you've raised for Brett Approved. How much did you raise? How much did you invest? How much you might want to hold that aside? So, well, I had a pot of money, but then I invested this from my friends and family round. 
the total friends and family round. Then I did this at Indiegogo, and now I'm raising 250. Okay, so how much did you get from the friends and family so far? Uh, from, from my folks, probably, okay. mm, well, five from my folks, and then they kicked in three for the Indiegogo. All right, so your friends and family round was a $5,000 round. You don't tell them who, who got it, right? Okay. So friends and family was a $5,000 round. Indiegogo, we got 10. All right, and now you're looking for 250. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO coach right after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. If you're constantly struggling to find more customers, revenue, or hours in the day, Infusionsoft can help you have the business you've always wanted. For over 10 years, Infusionsoft has been helping business owners just like you find the financial freedom and peace of mind you've been searching for. I'm Scott Martineau, co-founder of Infusionsoft. If you're struggling to find more customers, more revenue, or more hours in the day, Infusionsoft is the proven solution you're looking for. Infusionsoft, the only all-in-one sales and marketing software created specifically for small businesses. Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G, digital.com. Business is changing, and new marketing avenues are opening up every day. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show that brings you the innovators and trendsetters, taking us to a new age of marketing, media, and social business strategy. Market Edge with Glenn Engler. On demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back at CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music. I'm here with Brett Heising, CEO of BrettApproved.com. So, Brett, uh, you've raised essentially uh, kind of three sets of cash. You put some money in the bank yourself. That was a pot. And then um, you uh, raised the friends and family round. And then you did an Indiegogo round. So tell us, uh, what kind of sums did you put aside to build this entire project? So when we break it down, as you said, Julian, I was fortunate to have a pot that I drew from. My, my initial friends and family round was 
I got about $5,000 from that. And then I was very fortunate um, through my Indiegogo campaign, through our Indiegogo campaign, I should say, to raise $10,000. And so all those funds, um, in addition to that, I also won a pitch contest at SeedSpot um, in front of about 660 people. Um, I was voted best pitch, so I got about $6,600 from that. Every single cent of that, as you can imagine, is going toward version 1.0 of the website that we hope to launch later this summer. Okay. So somewhere around the 30000 or less range, you're actually going to launch version 1.0, and you're going to do it in approximately one year's time. You started about last August in earnest, is that right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So by August of this year, 1.0 will be done. So moving along and actually accomplishing is a huge issue in terms of you know, determining whether you have a successful CEO. So congratulations on all fronts there. We're going to be looking for version 1.0. You can go to breadapproof.com now. You kind of have that Indiegogo pitch uh, video in there still. That's fine. Folks can still um, uh, donate if they wish kind of through PayPal, and that's fine. But that's very ad hoc, and you're not marketing that. Correct. Um, but I would firmly agree. Um, take no opportunity, oh, leave no opportunity uncovered, right? Might as well leave it there and see what will happen there. That's good stuff. Um, as we move forward, though, let's talk about the, uh, the processes. Uh, once you got to SeedSpot, give us kind of an idea of what it was like to be at SeedSpot. Certainly SeedSpot was in its inception year, so there was, you know, the bumps and, and ruffles in there. But there are some general things that happened along the way, right? Uh, connecting with mentors, uh, working with other entrepreneurs, the environment itself. How did that change what went on from working at home? Well, I think the biggest thing, um, the biggest change from working at home in a, in a kind of a silo to, you know, getting accepted into a program like SeedSpot is you're around other like-minded entrepreneurs. So while our businesses are vastly different, some people are selling physical products, other people like me are in the technology space. While our businesses are vastly different, um, we do have that one common drive and that one common goal, which is to be successful. So the greatest thing about SeedSpot is if I'm working there on any given day, you know, if I run into a hiccup about issue A, B, or C, I need only look across the room and I can find a fellow entrepreneur and I can say, hey, you know, how did you handle, you know, this problem that I'm running into? And then we'll kind of collaborate and brainstorm. And then before you know it, a solution arises out of that. And that's something, that interaction is something you just can't get um, from a home office. Makes good sense. So now that you're out of seat spot, how do you fill that gap? You know, I'm very fortunate uh, to have some mentors back in Phoenix who belong to co-working spaces. There's a co-working space in Phoenix that I'm quite fond of called Cohoots. Um, C-O-H-O-O-T-S. I love it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cohoots. And it's, um, it's a co-working space and everybody in there is in some kind of tech you know, tech business or something like that. So we, but we also have graphic designers, PR professionals, web guys, and you know. And so I can go in there and I can bounce ideas off folks. And also, SeedSpot it has uh, co-working space available as well. So, so SeedSpot essentially has its own graduates, if you will, right? right. Alumni. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's exactly so right. So do you use both these spaces then rather than renting out just one? I do. I do. I, I, I go back and forth between between both. I haven't formalized my um, rental relationship with SeedSpot yet, but I go back and forth between both. And again, the biggest thing, the biggest piece of advice I can give you is if, if you strike a relationship with somebody as it relates to your business, you know, keep, keep it up. It's up to you to keep it up. I tell the kids that I mentor at Arizona State that business cards are not baseball cards, right? Baseball cards increase in value if you don't look at them. Business cards are of no value unless you pick up the phone and give them a call or shoot them an email. You must do that. 
Absolutely brilliant, yes. I would say that is the strong hallmark of a very successful or potentially successful CEO, that they do leverage all of these potential contacts here. And I say they're potential contacts because, again, the business card was just a nicety. It's somebody you met, you exchanged cards, you're done. The other person is highly unlikely to contact you. It's up to you. If you're interested enough, you'll talk to them is what they're figuring. And generally, these are people who either are further along in business, have the ability to connect you to with people or services you need, or have access to or money of their own to invest. So those folks, they're not calling you. You've got to call them. Makes all the good sense in the world. I like this idea, however, and I had not thought about that before, of using several co-working spaces and thereby leveraging relationships in all of them and the assets of the uh, people in all of them rather than deciding you'll be in one space. It kind of uh, broadens your access to answers. Very interesting stuff. So tell us what keeps you up at night at this point. I mean, obviously you're after VC money and, and you know, larger angel money, so those things would keep you up. But what are your big hurdles? What do you think about? Well, I think the thing I think about the most is making sure that the product that I'm, that I'm pouring my blood, sweat, and tears in and that I'm asking other people to pour their blood, sweat, and tears in meets the needs of our target audience. You know, folks with disabilities, you know, we span the economic uh, strata. We span the social strata. And really, I just want to make sure that I make a product that works for them as well as for me. But I will say this um, unequivocally. If I make a product that only works for Brett Heising, uh, then I have failed. So really, you know, having the courage to listen to my to listen to my users and to really make a product that meets their needs and helps them experience the world the way that they want to, that, that, that honestly keeps me up. And then they, in, in addition to that is, is traction. You know, how do we get the most traction um, as quickly as possible? makes good sense. So you're starting with people in wheels, uh, wheelchairs, right, in, on wheels, and you yourself use a manual chair. And folks, I, I should point out here, this is kind of, uh, I don't know, it's an Italian jobby. It looks like a, a real Maserati. Um, but uh, not everybody does. And an awful lot of folks are more profoundly disabled and require motorized wheelchairs. Um, disabilities can affect, uh, you know, kind of waist down or legs down or whatever and that sort of thing, but can also affect fine motor function, can affect your ability to use your hands at all, perhaps, and so on. And even these folks uh, would like to travel. So that's one piece. You're saying you're separating it into motorized and manual chairs. And then where are you going on from there? Because there's certainly a lot more disabilities than that. Right. And I, and I think that's the, um, that's the beauty of Bread Approved is that it can, you can expand it and extrapolate beyond people on wheels. So if you think about it, you know, there are folks with visual impairments, hearing impairments. There are folks who, um, you know, have food allergies. You know, all of these people um, have challenges that arise when they travel because when we travel, you know, the definition of travel is out of our comfort zone. You know, right. we know how to live, you know, I know how to live very comfortably and very well in Phoenix because I've, I've been there for 14 years. And I know what works and what doesn't. And I'm a very confident man. I'm very confident in myself and my abilities. The only time that confidence wavers ever so slightly is when I travel because when I get on the airplane, I'm not quite sure what I've, what's waiting for me on the other side. So that's, that in and, in and of itself is, is the core of Brett Approved is again, we're, we're giving people information, right? Information is power. It doesn't matter if you're buying a car or booking a hotel. The more information you have, the better off you're going to be. It's going to allay those fears, and then you're going to travel more often and travel more confidently. Okay, that makes good sense. So uh, as we wrap up this segment, 
um, we have a good sense of what it is you're building and your concerns are your ability to listen to your audience. What are you doing to, if you will, get to that audience in the very early stages of your entrepreneurship? I think you've taken on perhaps um, uh, seats and boards and things. Tell us a little about that. Yeah, I'm very fortunate uh, to have been asked to uh, join several uh, boards of uh, disability organizations in the Phoenix area. So I'm going to hang on to you right there. I know we have to take a break in a moment, but you weren't just fortunate to have been asked. You put yourself in the way of being asked. When we come back, would you tell us how you put yourself in the way of being asked and then got asked to join those boards? Absolutely. All right. We'll take a break here at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Time now for another exciting episode of Pace of Analytics. Brought to you by AnalyticsSEO.com. In our last adventure, our hero was fending off his evil nemesis, Rhino the <laughs> Algorithm. That ruthless rhino has updated the algorithm again, and our website is falling down the rankings fast. Have no fear. Use our automated SEO tool to stay updated and to monitor your site with detailed reports. Or use our multi-site project management tool to manage all of your sites to stay on top. Take it from our fearless friend and be your own SEO hero with AnalyticsSEO.com. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. <laughs> AimClear, the agency, brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding-edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. AimClear, this is how you sell with social. AimClear, this is how you sell with social. You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the Entrepreneur Effect. On demand anytime. Inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with Jelly and Music, the CEO coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back with Brett Heising of Brett Approved. So, Brett, how did you put yourself in the way of being asked by folks who have uh, boards of directors and boards of advisors for groups that you already want to meet and make that your first marketing plan? I mean, really, what you do, it's, it's pretty simple. You sit down in front of a computer, you get on the Internet, and you say, hey, you know, in my case, what kind of disability organizations are in Phoenix, Arizona? So I did a quick Google search. I found a few that, that I believed in after doing, after doing my due diligence. And what I did was I shot them an email, and then I followed up with a phone call, which led to a meeting. Of course, when I was at the meeting, I had a printed out copy of my uh, CV, Curriculum Vitae, and I just looked him in the eye and I said, I think I could benefit your organization. 
What did your original email say to these people? What was your opening salvo? You know, the uh, the original email, uh, I can't remember it verbatim, but it was it was it was kind of a soft soft lob, if you will. You know, I just kind of introduced myself. I introduced the concept. Um, I let them know, you know, in a couple sentences that I was uh, that Phoenix was my home and that I wanted to make a difference in the community. Um, and then from there, you know, they were intrigued. Um, think of think of like an opening email, like a cover letter for a job application, right? You just want to you just want to whet their appetite. You don't want to tell them everything in the cover letter because then you don't have anything to talk about in the interview. So it's basically, you know, the same kind of concept. Makes good sense. So it wasn't a hard sell, and it wasn't all about bread approved. It was just, hey, I'm out here. I'd like to make a difference. Let's meet. Absolutely. Pretty good stuff. All right. So. Um, as we kind of wrap up here, I'm hoping that you've got some hot tips for entrepreneurs, whether in the social space, if you will, an entrepreneurship that has this what we call double bottom line. We want to make money and we want to make a difference in the world. Uh, for those guys and for folks who are just in uh, traditional entrepreneurship, just get out there and build this thing. Um, but I'm also hoping that you can tell us as you move forward to venture capital funding um, what you're seeing as the differences between that very early stage fundraising and now the more formalized process of getting to venture. So let's start with number one. What are your hot three tips? Well, I think my <clears throat> excuse me, my three tips are um, one: um, if you're not passionate about your business, nobody else is going to be. So you must, you must. Under every circumstance and all circumstances, trumpet your business and don't be bashful. Um, the second thing is nobody knows what you want unless you ask them. So, you know, you could be sitting in a meeting and you could think to yourself, wow, this is a great partnership. But if you don't say to this person, this individual, this organization, I want to partner with you, what do you think that looks like? Nothing will happen. And thirdly, you know, you have to strike a delicate balance between promoting yourself and remembering that. You know, God gave us two ears and one mouth for, for a reason. So do not be afraid to listen. All right. Very, very good tips. Now, as you uh, move to the next stage to, if you will, larger angel investment and then um, on to VC money, you're going to be raising about a quarter of a mil now in traditional angel group funding or individual angel funding and so on. And you're doing that across as many cities as you can. And, of course, that's what you were doing here in Seattle these last few days. Um, and I know you've, you're also working through the Phoenix area. And then you're going to move on to VC. Tell me about building the VC deck. What was your big hurdle there? Well, I think um, building the VC deck is challenging because um, you need more. You know, obviously, that when you when you go after larger chunks of money um, for your business, which you, which are necessary for it to grow, obviously, you need more uh, information in that deck. So, you know, your friends and family round is pretty straightforward, right? You know, you know me, you've known me your whole life. You know, please support me if you believe in what I'm doing, right? And then they, right. then it's they an have, idea. Exactly. Yes. But when, once you get to the angel funding and then the VC funding, they, no matter how great you think your business is and no matter how great you think your idea is, they want to see numbers because it's all about return on investment. So you, you have to be as transparent as possible. And if you don't have the answers, you look them in the eye and say, I don't have the answers, but I'll find that out. So I think the biggest difference between friends and family and this and the round that we're, uh, we're in the midst of right now is just making sure that all our ducks are in a row and that we're, we have all of the numbers. You know, by that, I mean financial projections. Typically, they want about five years. Um, and really, you have to justify you know, um, how you're going to use those funds. So it's, a lot, so it's a lot more formal. Okay. Um, so we've got two minutes left here. Um, 
what would you like from this audience? Certainly they can reach you at Brett at brettapproved.com if they want to know anything about your business. But if you sent out a plea to the entire listening audience here for now and forever after, because this lives a long time at Webmaster Radio, what would you want them to do? You know, I would just say, you know, please um, take a moment out of your busy day, you know, um, in the evening when you're winding down perhaps, and just look for us on Twitter, you know, at brettapproved, B-R-E-T-T, approved. Look for us on Facebook. You know, we're building up our, our social media presence. I'm very fortunate to have um, some really good people on my team who are helping me with that. So just look at us on on social media and really, um, you know, go to breadapproved.com. You know, I've got a great animated video on there. And just, you know, watch that and, and frankly spread the word. Excellent. All right. So there you've got it, folks. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm and at iTunes. Don't forget also to download our mobile app. You can listen anywhere you are. Thanks again, Brett. It's been a pleasure to have you. And, folks, we'll see you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.